Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back to the Quick Brain Podcast. I am your host and your brain coach, Jim Quick. And uh, the topic we're going to talk about today is how to feel better in five minutes. This also could be how to have a better brain in five minutes, because I think that in order to feel better, we're talking about mental health, starts with uh, brain health. And we definitely have an expert here in his podcast studio. Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, it's so good to be here with you. He's is the host of one of my favorite health shows. It's uh, the biggest uh, in the UK and in, through Europe. He's written five uh, best-selling books. And uh, the one I want to talk about here, I have a couple here. I have Happy Mind, Happy Life, which was so good. And this I actually haven't read is Feel Better in Five, 30 plus five-minute tips to lose weight, improve sleep, and move more. Thanks for being on the show. Jim, I'm, I'm really excited. It's exciting to get to know you over the last few hours. I yeah. really enjoyed our chats on, uh, on my podcast and I'm a massive fan of your work. Yeah, this was a long time coming. Uh, we've been talking about doing each other's shows for quite a number of years. Yeah. And I'm glad, thank you. It's, it's so, so right now we're in your studio and we've been geeking out about the, the power of our own brains you know, and keeping good mental health. And I wanted to have you on my show because it's been on our team's uh, bucket list uh, to have you on the show. When you wrote uh, Feel Better in Five, is that is that realistic? Like you're a busy man, right? You, ha- you have your business, you have your family. We're all, we talked about juggling <laughs> and we're all juggling. You know, what are you doing? And is it really possible to to isolate five minutes and and ha- and for happiness and health. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, it sounds a bit like a gimmick, doesn't it? Five minutes, but if I think about my own life and how I've managed to look after my brain, my body, my heart, whilst being, you know, married, two young children, busy job, as well as my job as a medical doctor. You know, I write a book a year, I host a podcast. I also, for many years, have cared for my elderly parents, Mm -hmm. right? So I get what it feels like to be busy, but I've always found a way to look after myself through that busyness. And one of the things I always found with patients is they will always say to me, wrong and I don't don't have time. You know, I I want to be healthy, but I don't have time. Mm. I thought this was really interesting because let's take toothbrushing as an example. We kind of know that if we brush our teeth for two minutes in the morning and two minutes in the evening, which hopefully everyone listening to the show right now does. Yes, please do that. We know that four minutes a day of toothbrushing, generally speaking, is going to look after our dental hygiene for life. Sure, you're going to have a checkup and you may need some polishing and cleaning, whatever. But by and large, what we don't do is go, oh, I'm, I'm too busy on Monday. You know, I don't have time for my brushing. Work's busy. I've got to take pick the kids up, right? Tuesday, Wednesday. We don't do that and then go, oh, the weekend on Sunday, I'm going to do a one-hour deep clean on my teeth. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. We, you know, anyone listening now knows that that sounds ridiculous. Yet, when it comes to behavior change for our health, for our brains, right, 
we make it too difficult. We make it really hard. People think that five minutes is not enough, so they stop doing anything that's going to help them. And this is why they try and go for like a one-hour walk at the weekend or a one-hour yoga session. Nothing wrong with that. But in my view, not a substitute for daily practices that can help you. And these practices don't need to take long. Just like toothbrushing can take four minutes a day, I do a workout, a strength workout, every single day. I haven't missed a day for maybe three or four years now. And I would say, I would argue it has nothing to do with motivation. It's because I've applied the principles of behavior change into my life. Right? And, and a lot of the time we don't follow those principles, those rules, when it comes to ourselves. Right, So I'll explain the behavior first. Right? Mm-hmm. How do I do this? Well, there's two rules of behavior change. I mean, in the book, there's my six rules. Right, But the two rules that I think I, I'd love to share with people are, number one, you've got to make it easy. Yeah. Right. So why do you have to make it easy? It's not a 30-minute workout. It's five minutes. Mm-hmm. Even on my busiest days, I can't say I don't have time. I do have five minutes. So what do I do? One of the things I do in my morning routine is I come into my kitchen and I make coffee. Now, I'm very particular with how I make coffee. I I, I like the ritual around it. I I like a specific type of coffee, right? So I get out my French press. I weigh out my coffee, pour in the water, and I put a timer on my phone for five minutes because that's how long I like it to brew for. And in those five minutes, Jim, I don't go on email, I don't go on Instagram, mm-hmm. I don't scroll the news, right? In the five minutes whilst I'm waiting for the coffee, I do a strength workout in my pyjamas, right? Now, this is really important. Why do I do it in my pyjamas? Well, I've made it about as easy as possible, right? I'm in my kitchen, I've just, I've come down, I'm in my pyjamas, I've got a dumbbell and a kettlebell sitting in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes it's body weight, sometimes I just do some few exercises with the kettlebell. But before you know it, five minutes is up, then I put them down, and I'm rewarded with my beautiful hot cup of coffee. Mm. Right, so why does that work? Well, number one, I've made it easy. Now, you've got to make it easy because, you know, one, one of the problems, and I've seen this with patients over and over again, we overly rely on motivation. Right, and motivation is important. And I know in your mm-hmm. book, Limitless, you talk about motivation. It's one of your M's, right? So I get that. But I think we overly rely on motivation. And the scientific research shows us that motivation never stays up forever, right? That, you know, BJ calls it the motivation wave, right? Motivation comes up, motivation goes down. So here's the reality that most people, I don't think, are applying in their life. If you make something difficult to do, you will do it when your motivation is high, okay? What's the example of this? New Year, right? People wake up on New Year's Day and they decide this year's gonna be different. This year, I'm gonna go spinning four times a week, hmm. right? And they do it for two weeks or three weeks. They, they actually get it done. But then three weeks in, something happens. Work's busy, you know, in the UK it's raining or it's cold, it's dark. And you just can't be bothered because it's an hour's spinning class. So before you know it, the start of February, it's something you used to do. Do you have too much to read, but too little time? Are your shelves full of books that you haven't read yet and become shelf help, not self-help? And that's why I created the Quick Reading Course. 15 minutes a day, 21 days will absolutely transform your life. 
just go to quickbrain.com forward slash reading. Use the code podcast15 and you'll get instant access. So the problem is, is that you do the behavior when motivation's high, but when motivation's low, if the behavior is difficult, you don't end up doing it. But if you make the behavior easy to do, you'll do it when your motivation's high, you'll also do it when your motivation's low. So the reason I do a five-minute workout is because I can never say to myself, Rogan, you don't have time. You don't have time for five minutes. So that's why, that's one of the reasons that habit has stuck now for almost four years. I've made it easy, so that's rule number one. Rule number two is where do you put that behavior that you want into your life. A lot of people don't give this much thought. They just say, oh, I want to work out. I want to meditate. Okay, great. That's a great intention. There's all kinds of benefits for our brains when we do that. But they don't think specifically about where am I going to put this in my life. Now, any behavior we do needs a trigger, right? Any behavior needs a trigger. So a trigger could be our memory, right? I could remember hey, you know, I, I had a message with Jim a few weeks ago. We said on this day we were going to get together and record, right? Memory works. It just happens to be the most unreliable trigger that there is. So I don't rely on my memory for important things like meeting you in my podcast studio. Most people listening don't. They have their Google calendar or, or it will be written down, scheduled the important things in their life. Right, so memory is a trigger, just very unreliable. So what's a better trigger than memory? A better trigger would be some sort of post-it note, like a post-it note on your fridge or a notification on your phone saying, hey, in an hour's time, you gotta meet Jim, right? That also works, but the very best trigger for a behavior, as evidenced by the scientific research on behavior change, is when you stick that new behavior on to an existing habit. Right? So your audience may have heard you talk about this before because it works. <laughs> right, An existing habit is something you are automatically doing without much conscious thoughts. Like making coffee. Like making coffee, right? So in the morning, I don't need a notification to remind me to make coffee. I don't need my assistant to phone me at 5.30 or 6 a.m. say, hey, Rongan, don't forget to make your coffee. I don't need my wife to remind me. No, it's a habit. I'm going to do that. So therefore, not only am I going to do it, I'm going to enjoy it right? So therefore, by sticking my workout onto my coffee habit, it happens. That's why it happens Monday to Sunday, because I don't miss a day on drinking my coffee. It's part of my morning routine. I love the ritual around it. It's quiet time for me. So I've made it easy. Again, I don't have to wear any special sports gear. Mm -hmm. I don't need to put on my running shorts. I do it in my pajamas. What else have I done to make it easy? I've, I've set my environment up to help me. So I used to do just body weight, but then a few years ago, I put a kettlebell and a dumbbell in the kitchen. And I remember my wife and I had a conversation. She said, are you gonna leave this stuff out in the kitchen? Can't we just put it in the cupboard or put it in the garage? Mm -hmm. And we actually had a conversation. I said, hey babe, listen, if I put that in the cupboard or put it in the garage, I'm not gonna use it. But if it's in the kitchen, I'm gonna use it all the time. And again, it's one of those things, out of sight is out of mind. Even if I pick up the weight just to move it out of the way so I can get to my coffee, mm -hmm. by having it there, I'm also visually triggering myself each morning to not forget to do it. So it's very simple, but let's be really clear about this. 
How many people listening to your show, Jim, know that moving their bodies, doing some sort of strength training is going to help their brain. It's going to improve blood flow. It's going to improve circulation. It's going to enhance the release of BDNF, mm. brain-derived neurotrophic fats. I know you've spoken about that many times in the past, right? Yes, I hope all of our listeners know all that already. Right, so they know that. Yeah. But some of them, despite knowing that, won't be moving as much as they want. They'll think, oh, man... I didn't get my movement in today, right? Mm -hmm. I, I want to. Oh, I, I hear. Yeah, I've just heard the latest research. We start losing muscle mass. As soon as we hit 30, our muscle mass starts to go down each year. We know that the amount of lean muscle mass we have is one of the main predictors of our longevity mm -hmm. right? and our health as we get older. Yet despite knowing that, they still think about strength training as something they're going to do in the future when the time is right, when they've got time you know when when somehow miraculously things change when the kids are always in bed on time the email inbox is not going to overflow <laughs> you know it ain't going to happen right. right so going back to your original question is it realistic to change your life in five minutes well i would say yes because i've done this thousands of times with my patients what i've seen what works and what doesn't work you know it's over two decades now that i've been in practice so i've seen tens of thousands of patients and I've seen very few people, in my experience, manage to turn their lives around completely overnight. Like very few completely do an overhaul where I'm going to go an hour's jogging every day, 20 minutes of meditation every day. I I've rarely seen it happen. The only time I've seen it happen, Jim, is when there's been a significant life experience. You know, something like a job loss or there's been a death. Yeah or someone's girlfriend or boyfriend has split up with them. You know, something really big and emotional that has caused them to change everything. Sure, you can change your life overnight when that happens. But apart from that, I just haven't seen it that much. I've seen that these small changes yeah. actually are the ones that add up. So in my life as a busy doctor, as a busy father, as a busy son, right, as a busy husband, I haven't missed a five minute strength workout a day. So that means, what does that mean? That means in a week, I'm doing minimum 35 minutes of strength training, right? And multiply that over four years. That's a lot of strength training, right? But I don't need motivation. I've set up a system yeah. whereby it happens. Now, the beautiful thing about five minutes is that, you know, sure, some days it'll be four minutes, right? But on some days, I'll have time, I'll be feeling good, it will be 10 minutes, mm -hmm. right? But the requirement to myself is that I at least do something whilst my coffee is brewing. We think it's got to be a 30-minute meditation session. Mm. It's got to be one hour of yoga. We think five minutes can't make a difference, but it absolutely can. And hopefully that's just one of many examples. I love it. You're, that's positive proof of it. Well, let's. You want to challenge people who are listening or watching this right now. What what can they do? What what do you want to challenge them? And they'll maybe make a post. They could uh, tag you. They could tag me in it, and share what they do. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, like the first thing I ask them minutes. to reflect on is because people who listen to your show, Jim, are going to be very motivated in general. Mm -hmm. I would say they they're wanting to make changes, positive changes in yeah. their life. Right, so I want everyone listening to think back now and go, what was the behavior I tried to bring into my life that I wasn't able to make stick? Mm -hmm. And then think about those two rules that I've just outlined. Number one, you've got to make it easy. Number two, you've got to stick it onto an existing habit. Mm -hmm. I bet 
that the majority of people who weren't able to make that behavior stick were mm -hmm. not following at least one of those rules. Of course, not in every case, but in most cases I've found they made the behavior too hard or they hadn't been intentional about where to put it. So first of all, reflect on that. And then I guess the challenge would be, you know, what's one thing, right? Let's not make it difficult. Yeah. Right? There's all kinds of lifestyle behaviors you're gonna hear about on this podcast, on Instagram, on social media. The problem is that we've got too much information these days. It's like, oh, I need to do yoga and Pilates and martial arts and this. You can't do it all, right? Pick one thing and apply those two rules. Break it down to something really, really simple and intentionally stick it onto an existing habit. Maybe borrow my five-minute kitchen workout if you want, yeah. right? If you want to, it's, there's a, you want to see what I do, there's a video on YouTube called five-minute kitchen workout, right? But it doesn't matter what you do, do your favorite moves, whatever it is, yeah. it doesn't matter. And then, you know, maybe tag you and me on yeah. social media, let us know what you're doing. I love it. Yeah, it can be easy and it can be very doable. And I want to thank you for joining us for this special podcast. I appreciate not only what you do, but also the manner in which you do it. It means a lot. You know, you're you're an unstoppable force of, of nature and inspiring force for good. So thank thank you. Thanks, Jim. So everyone, uh, tune in. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, get your copies uh, of the books. I always recommend people get three copies of, of a book, one for yourself and two to gift out to others. And until our next episode, be limitless. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.